This is your reminder to not only not park like a jerk, but maybe check uh, your car every so often to see what's underneath it. Because who knows? It could be a very valuable hair clip. And the last thing you want to do is to drive over that. I feel so sad. I feel like Larry when he lost his hairbrush. I dropped my clip and it bounced underneath my car. And now I'm going to have to reach underneath it. I feel like a mechanic. I don't know what I'm going to do. AJ and McCall on VFX. The good news is, is that we're not parked in a oh-so-public place. So I, I don't think anybody's going to come along and be like, dibs. Right. I think you're in the clear. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad that that's the case. I just need to remember so I don't, you know, run it over when I leave. That would be ideal. Yeah. This is also your reminder not to park like a jerk because then you will end up on park narcs. Correct. Such as nominee number one, I park where I want. This motorcycle is not completely, completely parked behind this vehicle, but it's enough. And who knows why? It's because it wants to get clipped. It wants a new motorcycle. And in that situation, wouldn't he still be in the wrong? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. How many times have, I mean, everybody at least once, right, he said to themselves like, oh, if I don't drive responsibly here for the next second, I'm going to get a new vehicle on that person. Yep. But your instincts tell you like, no, probably a good idea not to crash the car. It's true. Nominee number two, good double park job. This SUV decided that it needed two tires in and two tires out. Do the hokey pokey. We're going to park in a special needs spot and look like a complete tool. Yep. Just they did a great job with yeah. looking like a complete tool. 100%. Yeah. Also, is that a smudge in the in the foreground? A ghost? What kind of apparition is that here oh, on the no, right it's side? Just, it's, it's a reflection of uh, oh, something on the dashboard. I had to I had to try oh, and smudge it out. Oh, I got you. We didn't need information. No, no public information no, was that's needed. that's fair. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with it's a ghostly spirit. So yeah. Okay, great. Not only can you see a terrible parking job. You can also potentially see the outlines of a ghost. Now, uh, this double parker has decided to put their left tires in a regular spot, and that's fine. And the right tires in a special needs spot, that's not so fine. No. Because they ain't supposed to be there. And it's all in the name of, you can tell, because it's right at the front of the a bunch of stores. I'm just going to run it for a second. It's fine if I don't even pay attention to the, like, why? Why? Like, it just like, whatever the parking lot's doing, I don't care. I'm just going to park yeah. and go. Yeah. There's an opening there. Doesn't look like it's a spot. It's cool. I'm going to park there. It's fine. I think too, too too many times this person has spent time in the south end of the valley in that one particular parking lot we all know about. And they're mm-hmm. like, ah, if the rules work there, why wouldn't they work anywhere? Yeah. Vote for which parking spot annoys you the most. Utah's VFX. It's pinned at the top of our Facebook page. We'll find out Friday which parking spot is the most annoying. Now, during the pandemic... Uh, everybody got a little little spending cash to have to help them get through those tough times. People were at home. People were out of jobs. Well, a list was released of the most regrettable purchases made during the pandemic. But the thing is, how upset can you really be if you're sitting in a hot tub? I mean, it's come fair. on, right? Yeah. Lord knows you could spend money on something only for it to be something that kind of sits to the side for a second. Like, ah, maybe I didn't need to spend that. I had a new laptop I bought this year. It took me three months to finally get the darn thing set up. Nice. AJ McCall on VFX, but I wouldn't say I regretted it. A list was put out of the most regretted pandemic purchases. And, you know, we, we got a little cash in our way during the pandemic. So people maybe maybe feeling themselves a little bit decided to splurge a little. I can understand. Yeah. And on this list, number six was pizza oven, which that one I wanted to start with because help me out here. Okay. What difference does a pizza oven make in cooking a pizza over a regular oven? Uh, if I if I am thinking correctly, when it comes to pizza ovens, they're more so like kind of like smokers, but they rotate. 
And so Ooh, they, nice I, there's cook. a couple of people like, I think Blackstone does them. I know they do them, but they have this like over the top, like, I don't know, circle dome head. And then there's, there's an opening and then it has the circle that your pizza goes on and it just rotates and cooks okay. it evenly. Collective follow-up. Do we think it tastes better with yes. pizza? Okay. Well then, you know what? I like pizza, so maybe not. But I'll you, backtrack. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hand make the pizza. Ah. Okay. There, there's the part because it's like if you just throw like Totino's maybe in there, the, it's not gonna be better. Maybe that's the regret there. Yeah. Yeah. But also on the list was hot tub or jacuzzi. And look, I, I'm sorry. How can like if you're sitting, you gotta make the decision while you're sitting in it. How could you be upset about having a hot tub or a jacuzzi? Right. You're sitting in, and you're like, oh, man, I shouldn't have got this. Really? Darn it. This really? is so. The worst. <laughs> Slowly as you sink into the water because your back relaxes. Yep. Kitchen appliances also made the list. And I'm going to be honest, no, still no. Like, everybody's stocking up on them. It, like air fryers have become a cult. If you've listened to the after show, especially the AJ McCall show after the show, you've heard producer Butters and McCall talk about their uh, instant uh, pots. Those. Yeah. Game changers. All I love them. All the people, the, the, the other things that made the list were bicycle, gym equipment, uh, scooter. I don't know how that made the list. Uh, a lot of Darn people it, apparently I hate bought that scooters. I, got my, I hate that I got this Razor scooter. Hits me in the ankles so many times. Oh That's gosh. the only reason. That is no joke. That I know. It hurts so bad. That's got to be the only reason. Garden furniture, jewelry. It's some of the stuff I think is a little bit superfluous, but for the most part, like... This is all stuff that everybody was going to buy at some part. You, know, you just kind of splurged early. And now you had it to get through. Like, that's the other thing, too. Did it mentally help you deal with the pandemic? Because right. if that's the case, are you factoring that factoring that into the equation? Right. End of the day, I saw jacuzzi on this list. I'm like, nope, I'm not taking this list seriously. Because how can you be that upset when you're just like, yes. So relaxing. Oh, my gosh. Unless, amazing. Unless, like, your credit debt is, like, you know, really crushing you. There's... You can always factor that in, too. If, if that's the case, was it really the jacuzzi, though? There was no. it at fault? There was probably a couple other steps along the way, I feel like. Yeah. Pro- Unless, probably. Maybe you bought everything on the list, and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, that was a little bit much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about things that I maybe shouldn't have purchased. I got nothing. Nothing. I was just, I, me either. I wish I had bought a jacuzzi, to be honest with you. But it would have made working from home that month that we were at home. I that was know. terrible. Would have made it great. Be like, all right, we're doing the show. Oh, yeah. This is great. AJ? AJ, are you there? Just slowly fades into the water. Hello? <laughs> Would have made the show so much better. Be funny. Oh, gosh. Enjoy what you got. It's yeah. great. There's no way you, there's no way you ever sat in your hot tub and say, I hate this. You never did that, right? Gosh. Right. If only I didn't have a hot tub. <laughs> no. Uh, a listener reached out to us asking, well, not really my paranormal expertise, much more, more so McCall's. But ask specifically, do we feel like children are much more sensitive to the paranormal because they had an interesting happening in their family? What do you do when all of a sudden your kiddo starts talking to something that's not there and then making like really good points to referencing to that person? You're like, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. You talking to a ghost? <laughs> AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. So here's the story we got. My daughter, Vanessa, had uh, called me the other night because her daughter, Olivia, looked up and said, where's Rosa? My daughter asked, who's Rosa? Olivia said, the girl talking to the other people. She left. My mom's been in heaven for 10 years. Her name was Rosa. It's possible that my granddaughter just had, an imag- just had an imaginary friend, maybe watched a Spanish cartoon with Rosa as a character there, or is it possible that she saw my mom and potentially other family members that are in heaven? 
Yes. I don't talk about my mom to her, but maybe I should now, question mark? Uh, In question, do children see ghosts? Yes. I feel like the veil, as they would say, is very thin for for children. I just do. I feel like it's very much... uh, easier accessible question mark if that's what you want to say i i genuinely do believe though that that is uh, that's the case yeah i don't know what the reasoning would be but it completely makes sense to me that with their imagination and lack of i don't know like they wouldn't tell themselves like i didn't see that right well exactly like you're not gonna have the how old was she uh did it say it hasn't. It did not say. You know, at a certain age, it's like they don't. Kids don't really have the capability of just like lying. You know, of just making up stories. It's true. I mean, what are the odds that she pulled that name out of just thin air? Like, right. Like the person who messaged us offered some suggest- suggestions, and they they could be. Sure. They could be plausible. Sure, but quite the coincidence, if so. Hmm. I no, I think that's the case because what is it? Uh, you you said too that with your dogs. Oh they yeah. You feel like they have had I mean in how many videos have you seen a cat where they just just randomly look up? Yeah. Very very common with like Yogi, especially Yogi's very attentive. So is Teasel. Teasel's been really attentive recently. I'm like, "What are you looking at? Can you stop, please?" Like would you would you quit? Would you quit it? No. Okay, great. I don't remember as a kid anything unusual, but I tend to believe now that the longer I've been in Utah and gotten more into this paranormal stuff, that uh, one, one, obviously, it exists. For sure. But, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, there's something about the, um, I guess I would call them self-conscious roadblocks we put up as we grow up, because mm-hmm. you learn kind of like society's expectations and stuff like that, so you there's less freedom to it. I think the lack of that for children and the imagination, totally. Yeah. But think they were way more sensitive. And like McCall said, I don't I don't think any kid has ever been like, this is going to be a hilarious prank. Watch, Watch this. this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's ever happened. No. So feel pretty confident that the answer is yes, as opposed to your question, uh, is it possible she saw your mom? Yeah, I think it's distinctly possible. Totally. Is it? No way to know. We had great success with the other realm. Might I suggest you, you look into something like that? Mm-hmm. They have the tools to possibly make that conversation easier to manage and sort out. Yeah. You know, the funny thing was, I was thinking, okay, could you use this to your advantage as a parent and try and prank other people? But the thing is, the other part to why this is probably legit is, how how long, how well is a kid going to hold up, even if you told them it was cool to try and prank someone? Right. So, I think legit. Hopefully, we get a follow-up and get to hear one way or the other. Yeah, I hope so. Florida or not on VFX, time for another round of crazy stories, just to remind you, look... Look, mom and dad, ahead of the holiday season, you may think I was misbehaving a little bit before you start taking it out on my presence, though. Uh? Look how bad it could be. Uh? It's not a threat, either. <laughs> no, no, Let's no, make no. sure that we put it's that just, in there. It's, it's clarity. It's providing clarity. Yes, yes, indeed. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. Some guy stole a street sweeper and led cops on a low-speed chase. I and, never... And then, and then drove it into a river. It's a very I, important part. I never understood why cops stood for that. Like <laughs> That's basically, they're like, all right, OJ, let's go. Like, like they could just walk in and climb and be like, yeah. all right, about that. Taser! Can you get down, please? Yeah. There's story one. Story number two, a prisoner knocked out his cellmate's teeth because he wouldn't stop farting. It is kind of a confined space. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm, yeah. Uh, Don't do it, though. Uh, and 
then we've got headline number three that involves some guy who shot his friend because, quote, he was offended by what his friend was wearing to a wedding. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. It's a little bit, uh, a little bit too much. My only question, just initially, mm-hmm. was the person who did the shooting, were they like in the bridal party? Were they related to the groom or the bride? I have zero idea. Absolutely zero idea. I can sort of understand getting that upset on that level if you're like, all right, this is like my brother's wedding and absolutely not. But still, obviously don't shoot people. I am, of course, not saying you can shoot anyone. No. I don't think you can shoot most people. I feel confident in that statement. Yeah, that's that's good. The A.J. McCall show does not condone that. A.J. McCall at VFX. However, if you have been made an integral part of a wedding, I'm not saying they've told you to shoot someone. No. I'm just telling you that they've maybe given you the power to physically harm someone who threatens the feng shui and the flow of the day. Mary, talk, back me up, right? That is, the, you definitely been instilled with that power at a wedding before. I agree. Yes, my brother told me to tackle anyone who potentially looked like they could be proposing at his wedding. I mean, just fair. Saying. That's I'm fair. I'm just saying. All right. Let's get into the three full stories. Okay, so we got story number one. 54-year-old guy stole a street sweeper the other night. <laughs> Led the cops on a very low-speed chase. What they, do you think those things top out at? Uh, 15. Really? Max. It says top Top speeds of 10 to 15 miles an hour. So <gasps> could be 11. Who knows? <laughs> part of it. Okay. So you maybe can't sprint that fast, mm, but you can come no. close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, get on a scooter. Call it good. <laughs> anyway, he, he got arrested after he drove it into a river because. So, so like, what do you mean drove it into a river? Was that like, oh, no, I'm going to drive into this river. Uh, Slowly. <laughs> so I, I guess they yeah. tried. They tried to stop him with the spike strips. He was so slow, he was able to drive around them. <laughs> I think he saw him coming. Yeah. At one point, <laughs> just... he crashed into someone's garage, almost flipped the thing. Uh, finally, yeah, it just says the he, the, part of the garage ever. collapsed. He was able to regain control and keep going. He drove into a river. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be the most painful thing to watch in terms of destruction. Oh. It's not like he swerved all of a sudden. It was like, oh, garage. It was, it was like... like <sighs> Yeah. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. A uh, inmate is facing some new charges after he beat up his cellmate last week because his cellmate wouldn't stop farting um, in the cell. It's a confined space. Now, he told he told the prison guard that the guy also hasn't been doing courtesy flushes. So (laughs) that's not very nice. Rude. (laughs) Wow. That's that's big rude. Okay. (laughs) That dude beat him up just to get out of the cell and put into solitary confinement. Like, just send me anywhere else. Probably, yeah. Uh, anyway, he literally knocked his teeth out, though. So. Wow. Yeah, so the inmate he beat up is recovering in the hospital. <laughs> Not clear what charges this guy is facing, but he's like, what are they going to do? Send me to jail. <laughs> so there's story two. And then we got story number three. 27-year-old guy allegedly shot his friend multiple times because, quote, he was offended by what his friend was wearing to a wedding. What did he wear? I don't know. It's not said. Man, yeah. there's a lot of missing information in story number three. There's I want to know. I want to know what the dude wore. Yep. Was it like a like he did he not dress up enough or did he, like he wear a stupid T-shirt that like said something dumb on it? Yeah. I and don't then know. two, the dude that shot. What's his association with the wedding? Did he just go out of his way and be like, "This is on me," or was he like related or something? He was like, "As best man, this is my my honor." There's so much more I need to know. I know. Well, we got to work with, but what we got to work with, Mary. I always like to ask story one, two, or three. Which way are you thinking? Um, 
I'm really leaning towards story number one. I mean, I like that one, too, just because I like the picture of the guy going like, if you don't get out of the way, I'm going to drive into the river. Oh, here I go. And then it's like 10 minutes later, and then he finally drives into the river. Yeah, exactly. That being said, so I guess I feel like we can rule out three because we both agree that's reasonable, right? Not not to shoot, but like the, the feeling, and there's just not a lot to work there. So the question is, do we stick with the street sweeper, which I agree with you is definitely worth consideration, or do we go with the homeboy who has the silliest reason ever to be upset with someone since they're both in jail and they probably did something, I would think, much more serious than either of those things? And then he literally knocked his teeth out, or do we go with the street sweeper? Because... Uh, is it possible the street sweeper could be too obvious? So you think too? Yeah, I think McCall could be pulling our leg here and making the street sweeper way too obvious. Oh, I was torn with that just because, okay, okay, I'm inside with AJ. Here's fingers oh. crossed. Let's go story number two, final answer. That's a lot of pressure. I didn't flat out say we should take two. Now all of a sudden it's my answer. Oh, boy, here we go. McCall, is it story number two? It is, actually. Congratulations. My answer the whole time. That's right. So we've got you hooked up and qualified to win that gift card to Logan Lanes. will be given away at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Everyone knows if you could steal any piece of equipment you find on the road, it's either the the, the pusher or the Scooby one. I know none of the technical names for any of those. Me neither. It's really funny because I I Bulldozer? I, I don't uh, know. No, that's the one with the smash front. The the push one, the one that has the shield that looks like a that looks like a snowplow. Yes, that one or the the scooper, the excavator. Yeah, that one. Yes, I know that from Gold Rush. It has nothing to do with construction. That's I good. am not a man. Congratulations to Mary. She wins Florida, not on VFX. All right, so McCall and I give out fairly regularly dating advice. How yes. about we try and play the definition game? There have been some new dating trends that have gotten names. See if we can figure these out. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, quick second, thoughts and prayers to those still out in the dating world because what? Like, you have to learn a whole new vocabulary to deal with it, and I just, I can't handle that. Okay. I still don't know when to use effect or effect. AJ McCall at VFX is true. It's funny. I spelled it with an A both times, so. <laughs> <laughs> One of those was right. You were 50% right. I know that. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Uh, okay, so they, they invented these new terms, and it's from Plenty of Fish, so it's not the one where everyone's like, oh, it's stupid. And Plenty of Fish is supposed to be a little bit more of a serious one. So, like, uh, how about the term Darwinning? What does that mean? I don't know. Apparently, it is when you refuse to date someone who doesn't believe in science. A third of single people surveyed said they know someone who has done it. Which also sounds for code like, I may have done this, but I don't want to say that. Like, I know somebody who did it. Yeah. Because a third's a big number. Yeah. Darwinning. If you were to come up to, I, I would bet if you were to go up to somebody in the dating realm right now and say, have you ever Darwined? They'd be like, what are you saying? I don't know. Maybe, maybe they you, would know. But if you defined it, they're, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah all definitely. The time, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about vacations? Like the ones that you just go on for pictures. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, maybe it's ta- apparently it's taking someone you just started dating on vacation and it says this because YOLO. You can't use that in that same realm, okay? YOLO <laughs> is like 10 years old right now. <laughs> I was going to say you can't take that in the same realm because it may be proven true depending on how well you know that person. True. Uh, anticipation. Waiting for them to hold your hand. Uh, basically being unsure about the physical boundaries, like hug, shake, hands, fist bump, whatever you're going to do, end of date. 
Which that's is not, so you know, awkward. Yeah, which that's is not the awkward. Most, dude, that's the most awkward situation. Put her there. Can I hug you? Whoa. Don't touch me. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to hug you anyway. And if this sucks is the- to suck, buddy. <laughs> if this is not, man, you go for a hug and then someone just puts a, ch- a fist right in your chest. And be like, okay, I guess we're punching. Let's do this. <laughs> um, last one. And if this is not a testament to how 2021 and 2020 just went, communidating. Just like your whole community's dating somebody? Whoa, what? That would be That's atrocious. weird. Could you imagine? You live in a small, tight-knit place. Could you imagine that? People just like, all of a sudden you find out that Jessica breaks up with Brad, and all of a sudden Jessica's going out with a neighbor across the street, and Brad's going... You Whoa. think it doesn't happen? I'm sure it, it does. I'm 100% sure it does. But the whole community? Like, don't be wrong. Like, it happens in sample size, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, did you see? I'm going to look over the fence right now. Well, but here's, the the th- here's, here's the thing, okay? I live in a small community. There's maybe like five people of the same age at any given moment. So <laughs> depends on uh, which ballpark you're going to go in terms of cradle or uh, grave robbing. Yes. Uh, no, that would that's funnier and hopefully never exists. Community dating is using dating apps not just for dating and intimate relationships, but oh, also making friends, friends and connections. Yeah. yeah. I know that people use Bumble for that a lot. I can see that. I know that's pretty common. I know you ain't going to use Tinder for community dating. No. Um, speaking of vacations, so ideally when you write a review of a product, it's because it either drastically didn't meet your expectations or it superseded them. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I have to tell people. And those are the useful ones. Uh, what, what about the fact if you were to wear something and I don't know how, if you wear a piece of clothing and you wanted to put it through like a rigorous test, how about let's say falling off a mountain? That would be uh, a pretty oh. serious test to its you know, durability and flexibility, right? Probably. Luckily, somebody else did that, so we don't have to worry about doing it ourselves. Perfect. <laughs> Six minutes on BFX. It's getting harder and harder to know what is legit on the internet and what isn't. Correct. AJ and McCall on VFX. Like, if you were to read a review, and, 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 and I'm sure there's some people out there, little pranksters that go out <laughs> of their way to, to kind of exaggerate and whatnot, but... So I know, like I'm becoming more of an adult, I'll check stuff and be like, okay, what do the people online say? Just mm-hmm. out of curiosity. Well, uh, one woman posted a review of some leggings on Amazon, and of course, we on the AJ McCall Show have discussed the nightmares that is women's clothing extensively. Yes. Well, you can know for sure that the leggings she was wearing deserve the five-star ranking she gave them. Okay. Because she fell down a mountain. And they didn't even tear. Wow. She posted pictures and everything. That's impressive. I thought so as well. You know, I can't even sit in a freaking car and not rip my jeans. <laughs> so I need these leggings. This is rough. This is my second pair of jeans that have split out and I have had to go home and take care of it instead of being able to just go back to work. This is terrible. This is the worst. I'm really disappointed. I'm really sad. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I need these leggings. I feel for you. I, I just want to read a snippet of the review here. Perfect. So it says, it says, my leggings did not rip, not even a little bit, and I got stuck on rocks and trees. That's nice. Order them now. The price ranges from $14 to $23, which isn't bad for indestructible leggings. True. Dude. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed in myself for not purchasing these leggings. There's still time. Maybe. Christmas hottest item. Uh, how how soon after she didn't die from falling down a mountain do you think she was like, oh my gosh, these were not a single tear. I would assume, 
The, so amazing. I would assume she probably, I mean, knew right off the bat. And she was probably like, maybe when I'm feeling better, I'm going to write him. I'm going to write him a really nice review. I'm just sitting here with a concussion and can't really do much. So I thought, yeah, you know, I got time. I'm going to write up this review on these indestructible leggings. They said, please reduce your screen time. And I said, no, thanks. <laughs> I got to do my, I got to do my due diligence here. These oh. guys deserve all of the cred. Also, uh, just so everyone knows, in case ladies want to run out and get the indestructible leggings, they're called Ray, Ray Pose, Ray Pose Women's Yoga Running Capri Leggings. That's a lot of words. It is a lot of words. Wow. Ray Pose is probably the essential one in there. That's so many words. Also, if they don't give her free leggings. Oh, done. I would threaten to throw myself down a mountain again. I'm going to be honest. And then write a mean review. I will, I will not. I will not be purchasing these leggings if they do not do something nice. You know what's dumb? In the her. age of where commercials have gotten like super weird on television, oh this gosh. is a this is going to be a commercial. As Someone, it should be. Someone's going to be hiking and just slip and be like, oh, and they're oh just going to dust themselves off and keep going. Patent pending. You uh, should, dude. We've decided. It's finally decided. We love the mountains. We're going to buy our indestructible leggings. We're going off the grid. Perfect. The question is, how do you go off the grid? Is it by, is it by sea? Is it by land? We've decided we're moving off the grid. Again, we love the mountains. We love the scenery. We got our indestructible leggings. Nothing can stop us. Yep. We're going away. AJ McCall at VFX. The question is, what are you going to use to shelter yourself? Because it's survival. You need shelter. You need food. You need water. True. So would you rather live out of a boat, live out of a car? I thought about this long and hard. My answer, a car. Does anyone ever does anyone ever think about anything short and soft? Just out of pure curiosity. That's where my brain is now. No. I didn't think so. People don't like that. I didn't think so. No. I didn't think so. I was just curious. Not desirable. Uh sorry. Anyway, car. You said you would live out of a car. Correct. Why? Uh, because of the flexibility to be able to, you know, drive around and get groceries. It's true. Because what are you gonna do if you live in a boat? You're gonna have to pull up, you're gonna have to dock, you're gonna have to hope somebody doesn't steal your boat. <laughs> Pirates, you know. Bear Lake, obviously. Then you're going to have to walk and try and find a grocery store. Where are you going to get groceries to stock up? I'm sorry. From the sea. No. I'm not going to get... No. You're going to become a mediocre fisherman. No. Uh, I'll let Jax go first. Jax is on the line. Jax, would you rather live out of a a car or a boat? I'd definitely live out of a boat. First off, being on the water, fantastic. Living out of a car, I don't know. That just sounds... But when you say that to somebody like, I live out of a boat, that sounds kind of cool. When you go, I live out of my car, people are like, are you, are you, are you okay? Like, you, you doing something? Because I feel like if you can afford a boat, like, you can afford to live out of it. If you live out of a car, people are like, you, you might not have a job. It's true. My initial reaction is similar to that. Uh, like, when we went when I, in a couple trips, like, I've been to Venice and then even in uh, Amsterdam, Houseboats are a real thing, and they yeah. look well. Some, not all of them, but they, a lot of them look super awesome. That's true, but like when you compare it, you can get like Mercedes Sprinter vans that have been redone. They cost like a hundred and ten grand to be able to get like a nice converted van, car, van bus, whatever. Van R. Van R. Just go live in that, and I'd be fine with that. I mean, it has become a much more thing. Also, we all know what boat stands for, right? Bust out another thousand. Oh, I thought I thought you were telling the joke about, you know, there are two great bo- oh, days in a boat owner's life. The first one is when they buy the boat. The second one's when they sell the boat. Same idea. Yeah. Uh, and but to, to, to the point, 
Like, it can happen. You can get lost. But no one's like, oh, did you hear about Joe? What happened to Joe? He got lost out in the highway. Oh, darn it. You can get lost out at sea pretty easy. You can. And, you know, waves. That being said. And lonely. I feel, yes, yes. I would feel the creep factor is much higher for a vehicle. Because, like, yeah. where are you going to park that someone's not couldn't if they wanted to just be like, what's going on in here? You got to get, like, blinds for your car. It's. I mean, it's true. But, like, also, you can go up into the mountains and, like, pull True. off up there. Like, I've done I've done that plenty of times. Yeah, nothing bad My, ever happens in horror movies up in the mountains, that's for sure. <laughs> nothing bad ever happens on a boat, either. No, nothing. I have never seen anything. No. Sharks, tidal waves, nothing. It's always airplane. No, I'm kidding. I'm picking a boat because I think it's cooler. Okay. So all of the questions you asked at the beginning, I'll figure it out. I have no oh. idea. All right, fair. But I just think a boat is much more interesting because I think along the lines of Jack, I just think it would be a lot more fun. It sounds it sounds piratey to be like I live Arg. on a, I live on a boat. Yeah. Like, interesting. AJ's now a pirate. I am now a pirate. Frankly, that may be how I resolve to getting my groceries. I may just wait and then be like avast and then raid the groceries and then run away. There you go. That's how I'm gonna do it. Would uh-huh. you would you rather live out of a boat or live out of a car? Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. It's the Thermo Fisher poll of the day. I figured out what the biggest perpetrator of mas- mistakes in the kitchen is. And it's not an appliance. It's not accidentally grabbing dish soap when you're looking for something else. But it is something that is in your fridge. Oh. It is the biggest proponent of messing up dishes. Oh, okay. Besides probably user error. Right. There is one thing that causes more mishaps in the kitchen when it comes to recipe mistakes than anything else. Bad That's- ingredients. AJ McCall VFX. Uh, like expired? How? how I, no, that can't be it. I oh. feel like that can't happen. Like, I, it, it, a couple of times, sure. But, like, you'd catch it, right? You'd notice if something was moldy or smelled bad along the way. I, I mean, like, milk is usually one that's a big, like, factor because sometimes it says, you know, the expiration date is fine. And then you just use it and then it's it's not fine. Uh, glass shattering moment. The expiration date, total bull crap. Oh, hundred percent. Has, has nothing to do with anything. Dude, totally it's agree. Just, it's purely a guess. Totally agree. Uh, no, it it is milk, but it's not regular milk. It's almond milk. Oh. See, you know why? Because so if you have if you have plain old milk, you're not going to confuse that, right? You're not going to put that into a dish and all of a sudden be like, oh my gosh, this tastes like vanilla. But if you have almond milk. You may and probably have at one point not paid attention or thought, it, it, how bad can it be? And you poured it into your instant Alfredo, Ugh. and then it came out as vanilla Alfredo. That's disgusting. I agree. It was not great. Or in my case, you're an idiot who grew up uh, in the lower middle class, and you get Campbell's soup, the, the red and white ones, mm-hmm. and some of those you're supposed to put either water or milk to add to the right. concentrate while right. you cook the soup. So then, as an adult, you do a little bit better, so you get the Campbell's Chunky, right? We're, we're moving up in life. And then you pour that into a bowl, and you think, milk, right? That's supposed to go in soup. That's everything I've ever known. And you pour milk in it. And then it turns out that you have didn't need milk. And oh. not only that, you've now poured vanilla almond milk into it. Gross. Yay! Who didn't want vanilla clam chowder? Ew. Ugh. Ew. I figured this out yesterday. Producer Butters and I were having a conversation, and I have no idea how we got onto this discussion specifically about almond milk, but he's done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Doubling down, he also decided one day to cave and use protein shakes for something that needed milk. Mm, gross. It did not go well. He said no. specifically he cannot drink that flavor anymore. I would believe that. Ugh. 
That's terrible. 100%. The thing that causes the most, the most recipe mess ups is almond milk. It's just Ugh, vanilla almond milk. Double, yeah, it's not usually, just normal. It's almond usually milk. that because I think you'd catch on if you're like, oh, this is a different color than normal. Eh, probably just me. Oh, vanilla almond milk. Yeah, gross. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Speaking of discussions I got into yesterday and things I learned, did you know? Not only obviously, obviously, your GPS is constantly tracking you. Like that's not new information. Surprise! But you can go back and double check to see how well it tracked you. Oh no! I had no idea. This sounds actually really cool. Not paranoid. Your phone is tracking you. <laughs> what? GPS is on constantly, all the time. Yep. Have you ever noticed on Google when you go there and it'll tell you like when the stores are busiest? Right. Yeah. The reason it does that, it tracks the GPS of people walking in and it calculates the numbers. Yep. AJ McCall on VFX. Science. Ah, science. <laughs> I found out <laughs> yesterday you can track how well it tracks you. Okay. I, did you know that the Maps app on Google has a timeline feature? Huh. I had no idea. So you can go back and look and it'll show you. Like whatever trip you took, you can you can backtrack as long as you've had it on, and it'll show you like all the places you've been. You can zoom out and see the dots and everything. And nice. I thought, cool. And then I found out that unless you activated it, which I did just yesterday, it can't figure out anything beyond that. So all I've got is home and home and work right now, just going back and forth since yesterday. Oh yeah, since you can't like. Since you didn't give them permission before then. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I guess is respectable, but come on. Like, we both know where you I was. Know you I were used you. Me. Yeah. Yeah. You were watching me the whole time. And it's okay. Just but, tell me where I was. So, to be and honest, then we won't sue you. <laughs> kind of. To be honest, I'm mad that my phone didn't track me back. Or, no, it's not that. I'm mad that my phone won't acknowledge that it tracked me this entire time. Solely, I think that's reasonable. Solely because I want to look at the map with all the dots on it. Be like, this yes, is all I the places I've been. Was. Look. Uh, cool. look, I was How here. How cool is that? I was here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Producer Butters apparently has seen uh, Carolina's, and apparently, like, her just the entire map of the United States is just. That's red. cool. And I was like, oh, I want mine to look like that. So this is the first well, time maybe ever. You should, maybe you should uh, go somewhere now. Well, how come nobody told me? Well, I should, I should do that. But how come nobody told me this time? I had no idea. Apparently, it's existed for. Five plus years, if not longer, and no one was like, "Hey, by the way, it'll track it for you." And then you can go back and be like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey look where I've been." I wonder if mine's on. See, that's what you gotta check. Check, see if your timeline see. is on. Everybody, right? So, is it is it Google Maps? Yes. Okay. Where the heck is my maps? And you gotta click the. As I've also found out yesterday, people call the three lines at the top that are sideways the, the hamburger button. I had no idea. I get it now. I see it. I had no idea. I just thought it was the dots or the settings. Oh, That's weird. It's called the hamburger button. That's weird. I know. I learned a lot yesterday. Okay, so it's in your... I'm on... Okay, I'm lost. <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> your timeline type. can track all of this. Oh, no, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my mom looking at this right now. Good I, thing you've got maps open. It's... It'll definitely not steer you astray. I hope my mom's listening right now. So she'll be like, hey... That's not me. Your timeline. I found it. Was it on? No. See, how sad is that? I gotta that? tap always. It's I can't sad. have it on always. I don't have unlimited data. Oh, I don't think it... I, I don't think GPS runs off data. What does it run off of then? The satellites and the, the, and the, the birds. The, 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 no. 
No. I, data. It's not going to eat that much data if it takes data. I only have like minimal gigs. Minimal gigage. I guess we'll never know where you've been then. Yes, we'll never know. And if you can't show me on your timeline, I'm just going to assume it's a boldface lie. Probably. <laughs> so, tell I saw yesterday, I was like, Carolina, you've never lived anywhere other than Logan because as far as I'm concerned, I've never seen it on a timeline before. But I've seen you here. And then she showed me, I'm like, you got me. Where's my yesterday? Oh, wait, I can't see it. I, I how annoying is it. that? How annoying is that? I didn't turn it on either. My step so. counter, my step counter that I can go in and lie if I wanted to and be like, no, I took 10,000 steps. Totally. Well, give me a dollar for that. Right. This, which has no beneficial purpose other than I want it, is like, tough, bro. Sorry, I can't We do were it. there. We saw everything. Yep. No idea. Yep. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so, secrets or not secrets, which do you keep? Because uh, we have two different stories to get to. First, someone messaged us and asked a very interesting question. You find yourself broken up with, but some of the stuff is still lingering. Do you toss it out or do you keep it? Mm. And just what exactly do you really have to pay for? Someone needs a lady's opinion, and luckily we got one of those. Hi. Uh, AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. AJ and McCall, the okay. girl who is now my ex as of about four months ago, left a bunch of bathroom stuff at the house, including high-end shampoos, conditioners, Ooh. body creams. The question is, do I keep the stuff in my house in case I have some female spend some time there? No. Or do I just get rid of it and let any future guests fend for themselves? This is truly a conundrum. If I keep it, I know it's with good intention, but will ladies find it creepy? Or will they understand and think, oh, smart man? What do you guys think? Here's the difficult choice of the matter. I don't think it would be healthy for you to keep it because whoever comes over, stays over, uses the things that are high-end shampoos and body washes is going to make them smell like your ex. That's a good point. So that's not good for you. I would get rid of it. I would ask her maybe if she wants it or whatever, just throw it away. And I think keeping at your place things for women is nice anyway. You know, having different options when it comes to, you know, feminine hygiene or, um, you know, shower, wash, hair, shampoo, whatever. All of the above. I think it's great to have these options there just to let them, you know, be there in case of situation. But I don't think it would be healthy for you to have her stuff stay there. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. There's your tip of the day, fellas. It is okay and a good idea to maybe go out and invest in something other than that, this 10-in-1 body wash, hand yes. wash, hair wash, it's, washes your car, cleans your microwave stuff. It's very, very nice. I mean, it's a you think about it. It's just a thoughtful situation. When I go into like businesses and there are businesses who happen to have things for women, I think that is the nicest thing. They have them in the bathrooms. That's like, wow, that's really thoughtful. Like, it's just a very nice thing to be thought of. I feel like I'm running in circles right now, but seriously, it's nice to be thought of. Well, no, I think it makes sense because so so to me, the, the point that was raised by our listener and and something I feel like I've run into once or twice in my life is you got the question is like you got to explain it cuz like the, the high end body washes for most fellas you'd be like okay wait a second yes. why is that here that stands out and then you explain it and then you see how it goes but you haven't said that you think it's a problem for that way i think you made a good point about the uh smelling like your ex yes. what's that going to do to you mentally and then the the comfort of having something like that available but then going in there and feeling a little bit more included 
it's, yeah, and thought homey. of. Like it's it's just it's just being thought of is nice. Being thought of as like a human and being like, oh, here's things that you might need is really nice. I got it. Dude, bro, you you talk to one of your other friends who had something similar to him and then you swap. So Deal. you've got the high yeah. end stuff, but then it's not going to smell like your ex. Right. I think that's a great idea. Solve. That is a great idea. I do want to hear some more ladies' perspectives, though. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. I think McCall made great points. And my question is, do you match her sentiments that it would be nice if, say, you were starting to date a fella and you wandered over to his house and not even not even presumptuous that you were taking a shower. You no, just happen to use the facilities. Right. And you're like, lotion? Fancy body wash? What do we have here? Hmm. Because I ultimately, I think all men are resigned to the fact they have to explain it, but I think the answer of, oh, it belonged to an ex, I'm never going to use it, I don't know, it's here, is kind of how that's going to go every time. Yeah, I don't know that that explanation, though, of, oh, yeah, it belonged to an ex, and so it just stays here, is, like, good for new relationships. I feel like the new relationship would be like, well, then why didn't you just get rid of it, like, and get something else? (laughs) (laughs) See, See, I completely agree with everything you said, but I think for fellas, it's just like, I don't know, somebody wants to use it, use it. Like, it's there. I don't care. I'm not going to come in here and be like, oh my gosh, this is a shampoo. For most guys. Right. I'm sure there's some weirdos out there. Like, <laughs> well, it's it's just like, it's not even that. It's just like the thought of holding on to it, like holding, holding on to that specific thing. I don't know. There's some... No, I get what you're saying. I'm, yeah. I just don't... Guys don't think that way. Most part. Like, it's just there. We don't pay attention to it. We don't reach for it. We may accidentally knock it over one time and go, eh, whatever, and then grab the one we're going to use. You just don't think about it. Right. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. I'm going to try and tread lightly. Ha! Tire joke because we're going to talk about uh, car stuff, but cool. I also get to operate in the realm, as we all know. AJ's an idiot when it comes to vehicles. Okay. Because someone was telling me a story the other day. They had to go in and have their car fixed, and the dealership was like, all right, $2,000. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. $200 later, problem fixed. Weird. Right? I'm about to do some schooling in the department of cars is the most terrifying sentence you can ever hear come out of my mouth. Correct. You are about to have an engine explode. Yes. If I say that and you listen to me. Yeah. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX, but check this out. Okay. So I, of course, know nothing about cars. Right. I was talking to a buddy of mine, tend to have conversations every once in a while. So I guess they took their vehicle in because they were having an issue uh, with the battery. Okay. So they took it in to get it changed or whatever. And you know how it is. Those systems, the computer systems tell you what tire pressure load, they get finicky, right? Yeah. So they went in to get the battery, said, well, it's going to be $200, fix, replace the battery, blah, 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 blah. All right, I'll come back to later. Whoa. Comes back and say, okay, actually, it's going to cost about two grand. Whoa. Because uh, we got we to gotta replace a part here. Your system's all out of whack, blah, 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 blah. So luckily, my friend, intelligent, goes, absolutely not. Just replace the battery I'm gonna, and I'm gone. Right. They replace the battery, get the car back. Guess what? All those lights on the dashboard that were freaking out? Fine. Whoever replaced the battery reset the system on their way out. Yeah. Tenth of the price. Well, that's what happens. When you replace the battery, it resets all of this stuff. Yeah, just try turning it off and turning it back on again. I'm, it it is. Yeah. It's like the old school, you know, you know how when your phone would act up and they'd say, just take the battery out and put it back in. That's literally the same thing. <laughs> you're literally so, taking the battery out and putting it back in. So only you're putting a new one so in, but still. The moral of the story: it, 
look, I know nothing about cars. I know labor is a, a thing when it comes to vehicles specifically, but this is why McCall and I agreed very, very long time ago and universally, everyone, if you need to find anyone wherever you live, you got to find a car, dude. Yeah. You got to find someone who knows what they're doing so you can just out the labor costs. Look, but taking the battery out doesn't necessarily fix the other problems that you may still have now, with your car. I don't know. It my, just turned the lights off. My car's making this <laughs> sound. I think if I unplug the battery and plug it back, it'll be fine. It's fixed. So it's That's not, not how it works. It's not just about dealerships. That was just an interesting thing because uh, we got a story just sent in on social media that I'll get to in a second that makes me think this. But what was something that maybe you felt like, then you ain't get my chain. I'll tell you one. So when I got my first full-time job, I was like, I'm going to get a really nice phone. Because forever, I bought the phone that was like one or two years old because they were cheaper. I was like, it's still new to me. Right. So I got a Droid DNA. I remember it. And for those who don't know, Droid DNAs had a really bad habit of not being able to read their own SIM cards. Right. I found this out because it started doing that. And you know what they said when I took it into the Verizon store to deal with it? It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> And yeah. they're like, you can buy a new phone. They're like, sorry, we can't fix this phone. <laughs> like, that's not how this works. First of all, why did nobody tell me that? Because I wouldn't have bought the phone. Second of all, me coming in with a problem that's clearly an equipment problem. Right. And you're like, that's sorry. how it be. Yep. No, that is not how it be. Someone- I think it is. <laughs> I think it is how it be, though. Dumb. Someone, so just periodically, I would be on my phone and they'd be like, no Just network. kidding. You don't have anything. No network. Yep. This, this does not work at all. Sorry. Yep. It's just how the phone was. Hope you didn't need 911. Can't use it. Yep. Uh, someone just sent us a message. Since this past weekend, I actually took my uh, daughter in to get a car, the oil change in her vehicle. When I went to pay, uh, the cashier said, hey, I'm supposed to tell you you need new tires and filters, but you really don't. Then the cashier said, I just want to be able to live with myself and sleep at night. Oh, dang. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm just saying, I don't know anything about cars, but I definitely know about getting hosed, and that is getting hosed. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Anybody else got any stories where maybe, just maybe along the way, they were like, and you were like, hmm. I remember when I had to go in and I had a warranty issue on my car. Right. um, Or a recall on it. I don't remember what it was, but I had to go take it in. And at the end, they're like, we'll do a, you know, maintenance exam, whatever on it. And I was like, yeah, totally. Got it. Great. Love that. So they went through and did the maintenance exam on it. And then they come back and they're like, hey, you have nine headlights, nine lights that need to be replaced. I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) I have nine lights that need to be replaced? Yeah. Which for those that don't know, (laughs) my lights go out. All the time. Can confirm. I don't mean like I'm taking a nap. I mean like my headlights out all the time. I just replaced another headlight. And it's like every, I don't know, three or four months-ish, this headlight, one of the headlights goes out. And so they're like, you need nine lights replaced. I was like, yeah, probably. Then I just left. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. Yep. Just leave. <laughs> Dude, but they were like. They said it would be like 80 bucks to replace all of them, which I was like, that's actually, that's actually not bad. That's very reasonable. That's to be actually honest. very yeah, good I'm because okay like I, I went to go buy headlights. I had to buy headlights and windshield wiper and it was like $97. And I was like, huh, one headlight and windshield wipers. Okay. I should have had them replace them all, but they'd probably be out by now. So it doesn't really matter anyway. True. <laughs> would have been at a much, much friendlier cost though. Probably. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. It just happens. Deuces.
68255, the number to text to tell the stories where you thought you heard something that wasn't on the 100, and then you found out, yeah, that wasn't on the 100. No. When it comes to McCall's small, tight-knit community, we've already heard of communidating, which is entirely different than what it actually means. It means her community just dates everyone. Yeah. And I believe that comes with judgment. What? Even with leaves. Never. Let us discuss the very intricate, the very important for the community policy of leaves. Oh, totally. AJ McCall on VFX. What is your leaf etiquette? I get to it when I get to it. I get to it. Fair. Because in all honesty, I guess at this point, right, if you if you have trees nearby or whatever, like I guess I guess the leaves have fallen. Mine have just like recently started. Oh, so which is behind. Okay. Well, it is what it is. The leaves, the leaves let go when the leaves let go. That's what I'm saying. Your so leaves it's an are analogy, behind. It's an analogy for your life. Okay, you let go when you're ready to let go. Got it. Got it. So with the with the trees in my backyard, they have recently started shedding their leaves, which okay. I'm like, yeah. look, I would have appreciated it if it was a little bit earlier because then I could break out the lawnmower and go yeah. around and just oh, it. So use use mulch them then. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, I just mulch them, put them in the bag, throw it away. They bag up, you know. Okay, so use your take a policy of cleaning. Uh, Eric can comment on our Facebook page. She takes the policy of cleaning. They leaf blower them, they vacuum them, whatever, and then they let them lay out one year and it left a big hole in their lawn. So don't do that, apparently. Correct. I guess that's bad. Yes. Which kind of puts a hole in my argument, which was going to be just their leaves. So leave them? No. But it makes it bad for your lawn. <sighs> I was so dead set, and the first two answers happened to be like, no, this is terrible. It makes now it like, like rot. I mean, to be honest, who was going to listen to me anyway when it came to lawn maintenance? Look, it's all right. Fair. It's all right if you like take them and you put them in like your, if you're going to do flower beds or like. But not on the grass. Not on the grass. It's not good for your grass. This seems like something producer, but I haven't asked him. I'm this sure producer like Butters would know. He, um, I was going to say, it seems like something he'd be very serious about. I think he would, he would know other. about it. Um, I also feel as if we have friends who are, I mean, deep in the throes of lawn talk. Deep. Deep-seated, oh, if yeah, you will. I didn't think about that. I got a couple of friends that we could go and we could, like, chat with and be like, yo, what up? Let's figure this out. Because they are, they no, know. I mean. Lawn talk? Lawn talk is no joke. I tell you what, that'd be one of those things. Like, like I could talk myself if I if I bought a house in the valley, uh-huh. and you know, what are the odds I'm actually going to get any semblance of a, a yard? Right, it's going to be tiny. So, like, I could talk myself out of obviously I don't need a ride on lawnmower, but I think pretty quick I talk myself into some pretty advanced leaf blowing equipment because raking leaves sucks. It does, but even if you leaf blow, you have to gather them. Not out in the street. No. Yeah, that's fine. I know that there's some places I don't. I don't know about Logan. I'm going to say this and someone's going to be like, Logan's fine. But I don't know for a fact. There's some places that it's like you cannot kick them out to the street. I'm sure that's true. I don't know that Logan is one of them because I know for a fact there's a place over by uh, the fairgrounds where they've had like a whole tree that has been falling over and it's just been sitting out there the whole time. Yeah. And it's on the side of the road. Yeah. I just, I saying, I just saying. But very quickly, I would invest in the top end of lawn, or excuse me, leaf Leaf destruction. Taking care of. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. I'd, I would be like, you know, I'm going to justify this because raking leaves is stupid. It's absolutely yeah. stupid. Yeah. Speaking of the changing of the season, somebody sent us a message, McCall. Okay. We have this conversation every year and we catch flack about it every year, but that doesn't make it any less true every every year. 
there's a specific part of time that you're kind of stuck now if you already came in in a relationship. It's kind of a crucial week for you because you may think you find love heading into the holidays, but also you may be completely deceived. Yeah, it's true. It's that time of year. Oh, no. Dear AJ and McCall, don't you normally have some conversation about this time of year about breaking up or something? I just feel like you normally do and I haven't heard it. Listener. AJ McCall at VFX wasn't actually a letter. I just decided to frame the question that way. Oh, okay. The answer is yes. Yes. However, I think it needed to be amended because the conversation was normally that if you decided that a relationship wasn't worth it, you were basically about to run into this section Mm -hmm. of the year where you're kind of locked in because who wants to be the jerk that breaks up before Thanksgiving, Christmas, etc. Right. Well, in Utah, since not to say that Halloween parties aren't a big thing, but I feel like Halloween is a little bit different outside the state with trick-or-treating and stuff. Like it, it could be pushed back a little bit because the truth of the matter is we're about a week out from cuffing season really being underway. Yes. Dates for Thanksgiving. Someone to spend Christmas with. Yep. New Year's. Yep. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. So if you don't see yourself with them through Valentine's Day, skedaddle. You know, surprisingly, I would not put it past myself, past self. I would not put it past my past self. Okay. Or some of the other people I got involved with, but I don't think I ever got cuffed and then cut loose. Hmm. Okay. Maybe there's a repressed memory in there somewhere. Nah, I don't think I was impressive enough. Because part of it, too, is like you want to have someone impressive enough to sort of show off, right? Right. So, nah, I don't think I was there. But that's the truth of the matter, because basically you've got, it's a little bit tough because Thanksgiving's what, two weeks from tomorrow? Yeah. Don't say that. It is. I don't like It kind of surprised me, honestly, too, to do the math out loud. I know. But it is. So basically you're getting it in the, the next week and all of a sudden somebody's going to be like, cuffs attached. See ya. Because otherwise it's kind of kind of difficult to make those Thanksgiving plans within the week. Because, I mean, at this point in time, everybody's brains are kind of like... slowly just running like the hum is slowly turning down a little bit more and more the dimmer switch is just going and going yes but yes we believe in that policy we lecture on that policy cuffing season is for sure a real thing and you find yourself it works both ways Uh, getting uncuffed or getting cuffed it's both coming you're crisscross somewhere in the pattern here as we get into this holiday season because they just run one right into the other yep because once we get to thanksgiving you can't have this conversation each year there's no way I don't care that it's a month from Thanksgiving to Christmas. There's no there's no sweet spot in there. We're like, all right, and good. Okay, we're done. Yep. You're still a jerk. Yep. Got to make the call. Of course, that's a dangerous thing in Utah because make the call also could be like, hey, we met for Labor Day. Yep. It's now Thanksgiving. You've met my family. Please be my wife. Kind of a kind of encouraging a bold game of chicken here, but we believe in happiness. What can we say on the AJ that's McCall right. show? That's all we're here for is the <laughs> happiness game. VFX's Facebook roulette. What on your Facebook page do we need? We're going to share it to the Utah's VFX Facebook page. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. If you're friends with us, then it could be your post that we like, find, and share. So, McCall, what do you got? Well, I have landed on this post before in the past, but I just love it so dang much, so I'm landing on it again. Um, It's from somebody else. Somebody else shared at this point. Uh, His name is Clint, and the, the screenshot of the tweet says me. Can I play some music? Uber driver. Sure. Me. Pulling out my tuba. Do you like Veggie Tales? <laughs> it's one of my favorite, favorite posts. And when it came up on my feed, I was like, I'm blessed. This is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> I'm going to find mine again. I, I had a post set aside and I lost it. But basically, the situation was author. 
I designed the torment device to uh, be a lesson for mankind. Tech companies, hey, we finally built the torment device from that book. Hey, don't build the torment device. I'm going to find the post again, but that was the post, and I think it's hilarious. McCall can win anyway. Woo! <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Same with Utah's VFX and AJ and McCall, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Uh, TikTok as well. And, of course, vote for Park Next. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. I found it. Yay. Nice. Uh, we're halfway through the week, so make sure you vote because Friday we find out who's the worst parker in Cache Valley. And, of course, find AJ and McCall on Facebook and Instagram if you haven't for all the behind-the-scenes funds and stuff. Yeah. Um. Apparently, not only is there a chance of snow showers tonight, now rain is moving in because Utah's weather is all over the place. That's just what we do here. It is what we do. The funny thing is it's supposed to be decent Friday weather-wise. Yeah. Friday and this weekend. Now I'm like, is it is it really going to be the case? Because mm-hmm. it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Yeah. No, it'll it'll be nice this weekend. I didn't say so. Yep. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.